This is Beth Thera Clary, founder of Organized Marketing, and you are listening to Cut to the Chase. Stepping out beyond boundaries takes courage and the ability to dream. We are excited to share our new audio podcast called Cut to the Chase. The structure of this podcast embodies open dialogue with friends, family, and professional colleagues talking about things that impact our ability to thrive. We hope that you will join our unscripted, unbridled podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 91, entitled Starting Over. Today, before I introduce the featured guests, I'd like to read a quote that basically talks about what we're going to be discussing today, episode 91, which is entitled Starting Over. Sometimes you just need a fresh start. Sometimes you need a new beginning. Sometimes you need a clean slate. Just get rid of everything that has gone wrong and make it go right. Sometimes you need to delete numbers. You need to change your hair color, quit your job, and purge all the negative things and focus on the one or two positive things and just go do it. And that is really what this is all about, the importance of starting over. Our featured guest today has lived and worked in Virginia all of her life and has always had a passion for marketing, starting from a very young age. She's a proud mom of three amazing children and the owner slash founder of a social media management firm. She has worked in the automotive industry for over nine years, spearheading and overseeing departments in business development and marketing. During that time, she earned her degree from Old Dominion University and began pursuing her MBA from Liberty University. She founded Organized Marketing in 2011 with the dreams and plans to make it become a reality when the time was right. That time came in 2017, and she has never looked back. Organized Marketing officially started when she was working from her kitchen table and one client that was willing to give her a chance at handling marketing for his furniture store. She continued to help small businesses by growing and offer them professional marketing services and now has a team of 10 which service nearly 30 clients in Virginia, North Carolina, New York, and New Jersey. One of her proudest moments for organized marketing was in December of 2020 when one of her clients called to share the great news that her business was chosen as a state national insurance partner for the year because of its strong social media media presence. She began over 20 years of experience in sales and marketing to her clients. She understands the retail 
and the consumer and believes that all businesses should have access to professional marketing. She attributes her success to her amazing clients, a devoted team, and her family and her strong work ethics. And without further ado, I would like to introduce our featured guest, Beth. Beth, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. Doing Thank wonderful. You for introduction. Yeah, that was quite a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quite a mouthful. So, so Beth, um, you know, as we talk about starting over, I mean, you know, you started your career um, first as a mom and, you know, hats off to all of the stay at home moms that are out there. Uh, but then you went through a situation in your life, which, you know, forced you to really get out and, and look into the job market. Can you share a little bit of that with us, you know, as far as our, our listening audience? Absolutely. So yeah, my career, I guess you could say, um, it went backwards. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that it you know, that it ended up the way that it did, um, you know, got married really young and had kids really young and was fortunate enough to stay at home with them. But I was, you know, always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I had my own jewelry business at one time, which um, did very well and for a couple of network marketing businesses. So I learned a lot along the way. And I always believe that no matter what you do, it serves a purpose for the next thing that you're going to do, whether it's training experiences, you know, life lessons, the people that you meet. Um, so, you know, unfortunately um, went through a, a bad divorce and found myself with, you know, I'd raised my kids. And so I was, had not finished my education and mm-hmm. did not really have a, you know, years into a career. And so I had to start over and that's when mm-hmm. into the car business. And I know you and I talked about that and that kind of ended up um, a last minute um, effort because right. the, um, the downfall of 2008, I had a job as a project manager and, um, you know, was laid off, never been laid off in my life and then went to the a dealership and, said, you know, I need a job. I'm not going home today until I have one. And that's how I started in the car business. I started out selling cars, literally had no idea, you know, what I was doing, but I knew that I needed to work and I knew, I knew that I could sell. And so, yeah, went through the, the process of learning, um, the car business, learning to sell, um, toughened me up and then went into establishing their internet department, their BDC, Mm -hmm. which is business development center. And then went into being their marketing director for four dealerships. Yeah. 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 You know, Beth, there's a, there's a little secret that I'll let you in on as well as to my listeners. They're, they're always keen on, you know, how I relate to, um, not only our featured guests, but to to the topics that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we didn't discuss this in our discovery call, but I'm going to share it with you right now. So at one point in my life, I sold cars too. 
And so when you told me you were looking for a job and that when you were starting over uh, that you went into the car business, I said to myself, my God, that is one of the toughest jobs to start to secure an income. And really, here's why. Because for me, you know, I was selling Mitsubishis in Connecticut at one point in my life. And, uh, you know, I had the fortune of of a lot of things that made me successful in the car business when I sold cars was the fact that there was a casino um, not too far away from the dealership. So, Anybody that won a large pot of money, they were ready to buy a new car. So it made for a very easy sell. But uh-huh. lo and behold, you know, we worked on commission. And so you had to sell so many cars per month or per week in order to be able to meet, you know, whatever type of lifestyle or status quo that you were on. And uh, in a lot of cases, it was a dog eat dog type world. And I'm sure you can relate to this because awesome. of the fact that. Everyone is fighting, you know, not necessarily physically, but in the mental capacity of trying to go through their Rolodex, go through their uh, friends and family and bring in potential buyers. And uh, I think during that time for me, the one thing that I learned is that I burnt out a lot of my friends because they were just like, great. Please stop calling us. We don't have anybody else that wants to buy any cars. So, <laughs> but, but it was always an interesting, interesting time, you know, selling cars for sure. Yeah, I always tell people that everybody should sell cars and um, be a server in a restaurant at least once in their life. Um, mm-hmm. It is it's really good experience, and it really does toughen you up. and And it was, I had no idea, obviously, what I was getting into. I just knew that I was offered a job, and I knew that I could sell. And I knew because of my previous relationships with my jewelry business and my other network marketing um, businesses that I had a lot of um, strong relationships and people already had trust in me and they knew how I did business. And so mm-hmm. people that used to buy jewelry from me came and bought cars from me. And, um, but it was tough because I was a single mom. And so, mm-hmm. as you know, in the, in the car business, you, in order to be successful, you literally have to be there all the time. That's right. Um, And so they were nice enough to let me, you know, take off, you know, kind of a more time than the other sales, um, sales reps. So Mm -hmm. I would be there for my, for my kids. But what would happen is I would work a customer and I would, you know, um, talk to them, give them information. And then I would come back on Monday and that they bought the car, you know, from someone else. And um, so that was tough, but, you know, I'm a mom first always. And, and so that was just, that was just part of it. And I used to say, to them, you know, why can't I just do what I do at my computer and call people and set up appointments, you know, no, 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 I can't do that. And then you know, later I was setting up their BDC, which essentially is that. So, um, it's just, um, but yeah, I, I am thankful for that time. I still have a lot of those great relationships, um, you know, almost 10 years in the car business and it definitely taught me a lot of lessons and toughened me up. So yeah, definitely needed to happen before organized marketing happened. So, um, sure, sure. It's a big part of the story. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, no, certainly, you know, 
uh, again, you know, we <clears throat> we commend the fact that, you know, being in that situation, you know, having gone through a divorce, being a mom, you know, starting a new career, a very tough career. <clears throat> and then on top of that, trying to go back and gain your education. I mean, you were dealing with more than three strikes. You were dealing with kind of four strikes all at one time. And I yes. guess my next question is related to the fact of, you know, the 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 mental capacity of in a lot of cases, they say, don't be afraid to start over. It's a brand new opportunity to build what you truly want. And I know that that statement really resonates with you because you were in the car business. You had thought about the idea of starting a marketing company back in 2011 and yes. you're still working. You're still doing all of these great things with the car business and then being a great mom in school and all these different things. But it was still fearful for you. And you still was kind of waiting for, let's just call it that perfect moment, that 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 ripen opportunity to be able to do what you wanted to do. And so kind of walk us through what happened on a significant day when the neighboring business decided that, hey, Beth, we'd like to talk with you. Right. Well, um, as you said, I mean, I had that dream um, in 2011. My daughter was a year old. So at this time I had three kids in the house and um, I'd gotten remarried and I was, you know, working in the car business and decided um, that I definitely knew this is not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And so I went ahead and made a commitment to finish my education. And so mm -hmm. I'm working full time and also, you know, growing within the company, um, you know, making big moves as far as really helping them with their internet department and, and making these things happen. Um, you know, raising three children and then, taking on full coursework. I mean, never skipped a summer or anything like that. Cause I just wanted to, you know, push through and get it done. Um, and so, you know, that was 2011 and I started organized marketing, um, created a website. I would play around with it. Daydream. I would think about, you know, what my logo would look like, how I would, um, connect with my clients, you know, how I would treat my employees, what the culture would be, um, you know, just a dream really on my way to and from work about it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. thinking, you know, I don't know, will I ever, will I ever get to really see if this would, you know, really happen, what this would really be like? And it's scary. You know, it's just, that's just the bottom line and it's scary. And some, mm -hmm you have to be, you know, pushed to do what's meant to be or all up and you, you know, it all, it all works out and you go ahead and do it. And, and you're like, gosh, why didn't I do this earlier? But it all happened the way that it should have. But during that, during that time. So yes, there was a, a neighboring business that, you know, it was a small town, downtown Virginia, they, we would walk across the street and Hey, and, you know, speak if it was a nice day, everybody would be outside. And he had, had approached me helping with marketing. And I didn't feel like it was um, something that I should or could do while I was employed, you know, with someone else and mm -hmm. I'm involved in, um, in everything that I 
going on with my position at the dealership. So, you know, I just said, you know, no. Um, but so I guess, you know, I don't know that there was a day, um, but it was in July of 2017. And one of the biggest factors for me was health insurance, which I think mm-hmm. that is a big factor for a lot of people. And right. That's, you know, the big scary part. You know, I used to sit at my desk and look out the window at three o'clock in the afternoon on a beautiful sunny day and think, you know, there's no reason why I can't be outside with my daughter right now. And there's no reason why I can't pick the kids up from school. I'm a hard worker. I can balance work and life. But, you know, it's scary to say I'm just going to I'm just going to stop what I'm doing and, and and start over. And not have mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of, um, you know, guaranteed anything. Um, but so in July of 2017, I was approached to be on a local board of directors mm-hmm. or a local telephone um, co-op. And so mm-hmm. I accepted that position. Just, I mean, they wanted someone within the marketing field. I accepted that. Um, I enjoyed it and was happy to contribute. It was a a company that I was very familiar with that had been around as long as I remember. And when I went, they offered a health insurance option. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like that was the time. Like it all lined up. I approached the, um, the business owner that, Mm -hmm. you know, that had asked me about marketing. He said, you know, yes, I'm still interested. We worked out a price. We worked out an agreement. We signed a contract. Um, and that was, that was it. And, you know, he, he is no longer my client, but, mm-hmm. um, that was a, you know, he will always have a special place, I guess, in my heart because he gave me a chance. And mm-hmm. because of him, we've had other clients. And now, like I said, we're served nearly 30 clients in four different states. <laughs> Um, so that, and I really have not looked back and it has been a blessing. And I think to myself sometimes, you know, what if I would have never gotten to experience this, you know, and I think about the people that do that sit there and have the same exact thoughts that I had, you know, I want to do today and then, and then, but they never do, they never get to experience it. And I feel really blessed to be able to live this the literal dream that I used to have, you know, it was just a daydream for me. Um, but I'm actually getting to live it. And so I'm very proud of myself for that. Um, you know, one of my favorite things to say that I always would say to my team members or especially to my children, you just close your eyes and walk through the fire and get through, right. it. you know, get to the other side. Um, it's not going to be that bad and you might even have fun. <laughs> you know, so, Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, here we are almost four years in business, you know, actively actively in business. Right, right. Well, you know, certainly, you know, we appreciate you sharing that with us because it is really – you know, I'm going to I'm going to use this phrase uh, very carefully. It's it's really very humbling in the aspect of of a couple different facets. one, you were hustling as being uh, a single mom, you know, and, and 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 dealing with your jewelry business and all the other great things you were doing before you got into the automotive industry. And then, 
you had this uh, this opportunity that just wasn't quite ripened for the picking yet, and you allowed for that to kind of marinate a little bit, and and then you know that opportunity still exists where you were able to go back. It provided you with a, a sense of humbling, and you know that's another point from from my perspective as well that you know when i first started my very first company there in virginia and that's the other thing to our listeners that beth and i have in common is that yes i used to live just south of richmond virginia for those that that didn't know uh, but certainly for me i was working for a guy who was a part of an epc conglomerate company and he gave me my shot, the same shot that the furniture owner business gave you. Yeah. And it opened up Pandora's box in avenues and ways that I would have never, ever seen if that opportunity would have never come along. And it's quite commendable that, you know, you and your team of 10 with 30 clients in all the different states that you guys are working in and the, and the quality of work that you guys are doing is is impeccable. I mean, it just it's outstanding for, for those that uh, are looking for marketing uh, companies or social media companies to help them get off the ground. I'll tell you, please definitely check out Beth's company, Organize Marketing. You get that recommendation from Cut to the Chase. You get that recommendation from Greg Proctor. She is running her company to the highest quality that a company should be ran and check her out. But anyway, to finish out my story, right? <laughs> this individual said to me when I met him, now I, I didn't really know this guy at the time. Uh, the story goes like this and I'll kind of be very brief. I had a consultant working for me in Richmond. Um, I ended up going to DC. The consultant that was working for me, he went to work on another job. We kind of parted ways a little bit. I mean, obviously we're still working, but in two separate locations. Mm -hmm. He calls me up on my way back from Washington, DC, and he says, Hey, Greg, uh, I've got something I want you to check out. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what are you what are you talking about? You got something you want me to check out? He goes, Well, uh, once you get back home, get your bags packed, get on a plane, go to Denver, Colorado. And I'm thinking, like, what? I'm like, this is crazy. So I was at a point in my business career at that point in time where I was kind of like just getting the business going and, you know, trying to get out of the employment mindset and starting the consultancy journey and starting to kind of, you know, get some lift off, get some traction. Right. The day I got on that plane, I said to myself, I said, well, one, I trust my friend, my cons one of the consultants that worked for me. I said, he's never led me astray. And I don't know why I said those words. Lo and behold, I go to Denver. I'm in Denver for about three months. I'm working on this project. I meet all of these VPs from these large engineering and procurement and construction companies. We exemplify the quality of work that my little small business does. And over the next 10 years as a management consultancy firm, we were busier than we could ever be worldwide, Beth. I tell you, I mean, being in the right spot uh -huh. at the right time is yeah. it's 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 humbling, you know. And uh, I know you can relate to that because of the simple fact that it was right next door to you when that opportunity came knocking yeah. uh, for you, you know. I mean, and, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. it was. But again, um, I tried to start organized marketing full-time in 2011, it would not have been successful or right. successful as it is now. I knew that, you know, I knew that I wanted to do it, but I knew that I needed to complete my education first. That was, mm -hmm. that was a big deal to me. Um, 
And I wanted to, you know, continue to learn and do the work that I was doing within the dealerships. You know, at that time, I really enjoyed it and, you know, I was learning a lot. So yes, everything happens for a reason. It all happens when it's supposed to happen. But, you know, you have to trust yourself. You have to trust your gut on what's Mm -hmm. best for you and your family. And, you know, you don't have to be in a rush because you should be better if you wait. Yeah. 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 To- to- totally agree. And uh, since we're almost out of time here, Beth, you know, there's a couple takeaways that, um, you know, I'd like for you to leave with our listeners and kind of let me preface it the question a little bit. As you're thinking about lessons learned and takeaways that you may share with our listening audience, think about that mom that may be in the same position that you are right now. Think about that small business idea that someone has bouncing around in their brain, but they're quite not ready to figure out how to materialize it. Think about that person that has just gone through that divorce, something that has really flipped their lives upside down and they're trying to figure out exactly how to move forward from something that has really caused them a lot of pain. What would you say to those individuals? Wow. Well, I would say do not let circumstances define you. Um, You know, you've got to believe, and I know this sounds really cliche, and I'm typically not a cliche person, but you really have to believe in yourself because at the end of the day, you're the one, you know, you, um, we doubt ourselves so much. Um, Mm -hmm. I you know, all of my life I've doubted myself and, um, you know, it's, you have to, you have to believe in yourself first before anybody else can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, stuff happens, life happens. You can't let that define you from rising above it. You have to accept, adapt and overcome. Um, a very good friend of mine shared that with me years ago when I was in the car business and I tried to always live by that. And sometimes you do have to close your eyes and walk through the fire and get to the other side. Um, and you're, you'll always be better off for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Beth, we certainly appreciate your insight. Um, and we appreciate having you on the show and, um, having you basically share, you know, your story and some of the things that you've overcome in order to start over. And to our listeners, I just like to leave today's show with a quote. Um, And that quote basically says, start over, be brave enough to find in life what you want and courage enough to chase it. Then start over and love yourself in the way you always meant to be. So quite compelling, quite deep, quite insightful. You know, if there's anything that I'd like to add to what we've just talked about in this discussion, and it's something that Beth has kind of resonated quite well and very eloquently through our, through our, through our time here, is the fact of believe in yourself. Regardless of the naysayers, regardless of family, friends, people come and go, if you don't believe in yourself in order to take that first step to start over, um, it won't yield the type of outcome that you're looking for. So that for me is always step number one, believe in yourself, 
when other people tend to doubt you. And, you know, I did have one just trivial fact, Beth, and I think this is kind of funny that uh, my team was doing this research mm-hmm. about organized marketing. And they said, hey, that guy must be the luckiest guy working in the office. I think his name is Trevor, right? He's surrounded by all these women. Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> Tyson. And I was going, I was going, I don't know. I might have to try to weave that in and ask Beth about that. <laughs> so um, Tyson is actually my best friend's son, and he is a senior at Virginia Wesleyan College in Virginia Beach. And um, if you dig down into our personnel, you will see that I like to give opportunities to um, young individuals that really show a desire to um, to work. And yep. what we do, the social media world, that is their world. And they're yep. at it. They're naturally good at it, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, so yes, Tyson is, <laughs> I remember the day um, we, before COVID, we would have team day in the, in our office. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we would always, the new uh, team members would come and one of um, our team members, I overheard her saying to another team member, they saw him like walking across the street and they, they said, Oh, we've got a boy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, God bless Tyson. He, he hung in there with us a lot. Um, and we've had, um, one other guy to, to work with us. It just, it's, you know, just typically ends up being that way. It's not that we don't want um, males. It just ends up being, um, I'm a mom and obviously, you know, female business owner. And so I think that is what I end up attracting. And so almost everybody on our team, you know, they are moms as well. And I was talking to Jessica today, who's my chief marketing officer. And Mm -hmm. And talking about the dynamics of this job. And she said, one of the things that she always tells people is that she loves the flexibility. And Mm -hmm. to me, what she said, she said, you know, Beth gets family. Like she always puts that first and she lets us Mm -hmm. put first. And that was a big thing for me when I had my own business. I wanted to allow people to have that flexibility and that freedom. um, Mm -hmm that I felt like I did not have, you know, working in other jobs. And it's, you know, it's impossible, I think, to to be a mom and not have flexibility. And the fact of the matter is, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a hard worker. Um, mm-hmm. And I know the people on my team are also hard workers, but their moms first and their families come first. And that's okay. You know, the work is going to mm-hmm. Done. It doesn't have to be under my strict rules, you know, and it doesn't have to be nine to five and, you know, um, like dictatorship, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a work absolutely. Um, you know, a happy team for me is a better team for my clients. And so, you know, if they aren't stressed about how they're going to handle their, you know, who's going to keep their kids or if they need to go help their mom or dad do something or they need to take off time for a family function or even just go to lunch with a girlfriend. You know, it's 
I need my team happy so we can do good work and I don't want anybody stressed. So um, I think that's important. And that's also one of the things I'm most proud of is that I can, you know, allow our team, uh, all of us to do that. So, so yeah. Excellent. 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 And so uh, Beth, if anyone in our listening audience um, is interested in reaching out uh, to uh, you and your organization for marketing or social media type services, how would they go about doing that? Well, they can always find us on Instagram and that is organized marketing and that is organized with a D. Um, And then we're on Facebook and we're also on LinkedIn. Um, You can also email us at organizedmarketing at gmail.com. I did want to plug one of our our newest ventures that we're really proud of is our marketing membership. It's called Omen Co. Um, That's done really well with our clients that may not want like full service social media management. So that's an Mm -hmm. thing that, that we just created literally within the last year and it's taken off. And so we're really proud of that. So. Nice, nice, nice. Well, Beth, certainly again, uh, this has been um, a great journey with you to be able to share this moment of time to talk about starting over, to talk about your story, for you to be able to share your story with our listeners and and really just kind of help us gravitate to the fact of, you know, we really have to look at ourselves if we are looking to take that first step in starting over. And we certainly appreciate that. I appreciate that, not only because we have so much in common, not only because you live in Virginia, but because you're an empowered woman running a powerhouse business. And I love that. I absolutely love that. So uh, we certainly appreciate it. And uh, folks, this has been episode 91 entitled Starting Over. That's right, folks, starting over. Beth, thank you again. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cut to the Chase. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Cut to the Chase. You'll also find even more great content on our website at www.k2tcpodcast.com. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.